You're listening to the Above Target Sales Podcast, delivering insights into the sales process hosted by Stephen Croft. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Above Target Sales Podcast. My name is Stephen Croft and I'm your host. I'm a sales professional with over 10 years experience working in sales. Today's episode is a little bit off topic. Normally what I do is I talk about the sales process or I talk about my sales experience um, and I go over the steps of the sales process as well. Today is all about eight basic personal needs that motivate. So when I worked for a travel agency many years ago, I ended up becoming one of the sales trainers. Um, So we would often provide a lot of leadership training for our staff whether they were emerging leaders or whether they were already leaders. And what I mean by that is were they managers of the store? Did they have staff who worked with them, uh, under them in their store? So what they had to do was they had to motivate their staff uh, as well um, to become top sellers, really. Um, So what we used to do was we would train our leaders or our emerging leaders in the eight basic personal needs that motivate. So what we would do is we would tell them what these eight needs were and then we would get them to pick out two or three that applied to them and we'd also think about the staff that they worked with in their store, who was in their team because each of these leaders worked in a store and they probably had anywhere between three to five other staff members that they worked with and what they had to do was they had to manage them, coach them, train them, be their leader. So we found it very important for them to go through some training around what motivates people. And we discovered that there's eight basic personal needs that motivate. So here they are, and I'll go over them in a little bit more depth and and, and uh, how we actually provided that training. So the first one is belonging. Then there's achievement, advancement, power, responsibility, challenge, recognition, and excellence. Now, over time, think back to when you first started your job. What were the needs? What were your motivations then? And then maybe a couple of years later, they changed. And then a couple of years later, they changed again. I know for me personally, that's exactly what happened. So whenever we did this training, what stood out to me the most was one of them was responsibility. Because back in my role as a sales trainer uh, at this travel agency called STA Travel, I had a big responsibility on my hands. I had to train all our new staff. They went through a two-week induction and then they were out in the store and then I'd, I'd provide them with more training as time goes on. But the, the intensive two-week classroom training was all mine and it was a big responsibility. I had to get it right. I I, I couldn't. I couldn't slow down on this. I I had to do it right. I was their first person really that they interacted with the most at the company besides their own managers and their other staff members. But for me, it was just two weeks in the classroom and I was there every day helping out these new guys. So for me, it it was a big responsibility. So that's what motivated me, the responsibility of looking after our new staff for two weeks and then onwards from there. That was the responsibility for me that really motivated me. That was that was something I really enjoyed. So the responsibility um, for me was a big one. The second one was belonging. So for me, belonging was really important. Belonging to a company that is investing time in its staff. 
that has uh, values that I value as well. I mean, I was working at STA Travel. This was a student and youth travel brand. And if you know the brand, if you remember STA Travel, it was fun. It was exciting. We were sending people on trips overseas. We were sending students and youth on trips overseas. So it was a, a lot of fun. A lot of the guys who'd come and work at STA Travel were the same types of people that we were selling to. So they were young. They were all in their in their twenties. They all some of them had travelled the world. Some of them had big plans on where they were going next. And we would always um, organise staff nights out, or there'd be an awards night, or there'd be a, a once a year Christmas party or something. So it was a, it was a real sense of belonging. It was be, becoming part of a group, and also having that security, being part of a company where you've got you've got a secure paycheck. You're getting paid every. Uh, month so you know that you've got security so the belonging the sense of belonging uh, within a company like that and that's something that still stays with me today so I'd say um, when I got asked okay what are the three that that motivate you the most and I'd say responsibility belonging another one that I didn't have earlier on but I did manage to grow and uh, bring on later on was power so that feeling of authority, because I did have authority over our new staff. I was, I was in charge of their learning, of their training, of their development. So there was a bit of authority there. I, I had to make sure that they stayed on track as well, but they, that they kept in their lane, that they were focused on the goal, that they were focused on the training, that they were focused on sales, that they were, they were hitting their targets, all that sort of stuff. So having that authority there, being that leader, and, and over time, as you, I guess, become more of an expert in your position, you start to advance in the company and you start to uh, progress and you start to get promoted, you do, your level of authority does increase. Now, just because you say you've got power doesn't mean you have, that it's a bad thing. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who have power that abuse that power and, um, and they're obviously not the right person for the job. But having power and using it in the right way um, is is something that can definitely help a company succeed. So for me, belonging, power, and responsibility were the big ones. So think about it. What what are your personal needs that motivate? So when we used to do this training and we'd, we'd have a look at each of them, so I've gone over those three, belonging, responsibility, and power. Another one is achievement. So for a lot of our staff... They were super motivated by winning the award for selling the most uh, Kentucky tours for the month, or they were super excited about achieving the the top seller um, of the region. And we would give out these achievements. We would print out little certificates for them, or they or they would win something. They would win a trip on a Kentucky, or they would win a bus about tour, or they would win some sort of cash prize or, or something like that, or they would win some sort of uh, voucher for something. So that sense of achievement gives people pur purpose and it reinforces their self-esteem. So I would probably say a lot of people in the company were motivated by achievement. They really were motivated by it. They wanted to get there. For me, earlier on, when I first started in the role, when I was learning all about the world of sales and the world of retail travel sales, I definitely say achievement was there for me because I wanted to become the top seller in insurance or I wanted to uh, learn more about this certain product and, be, and become one of the, the, the experts on it. So achievement was a big thing. Uh, another 
uh, personal need that motivates is advancement. And I know this is super motivator for a lot of people because they want to move up in their career. They want to start out down a bit lower. They want to take on a leadership role. Then they want to get, move up to a more of a regional or a national leadership role. Um, so advancement is 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 a huge motivator. So it creates a feeling of success. It expands and their personal on their personal and professional skills and their knowledge and abilities. So advancement, it's kind of natural for some people to just advance. And when I think back to my time when I was a travel agent, when I first started out, my first three years I was a travel agent and uh, then the next three years I was working as a store manager. So I'd, I'd advanced up. And then when I came back to SEO Travel after being away for a year and a half, I then advanced to the trainer. So I was one of our national trainers. So I would go up to Brisbane. I would sometimes go to Perth to provide training as well. And we also had another trainer in Sydney who would do the same thing. Sometimes he would go to Perth and, and go to Brisbane as well to provide training. So that natural advancement and that advancement, there's that pay rise that goes along with it as well. So I was always looking to advance to increase my pay. So that was probably a motivator for me as well as having that advancement. And every role I've had since then, uh, that you've always want to, first of all, get a pay rise, but that just falls hand in hand with that advancement, like moving up. Are you going to become a senior team leader or are you going to become sort of national manager as well? So for a lot of staff, advancement was uh, a big motivator for them. But then, you know, there was a lot of people who just, they they didn't want to become the manager. They were just happy to make those achievements and become a top seller. Um, so we've also got challenge. So challenge drives mental and personal growth. And I think a lot of us thrive on challenge. Um, our jobs would be kind of boring if, it, if there wasn't much of a challenge. Uh, every day is a little bit different uh, to the last. And, and you know, your job can get monotonous. You can be doing the same thing every day. But if you work in sales, then you need to be challenged because if you're not, you're just going to get stuck in a rut and you're going to get bored and basically you become you become cynical. You're not, you're not right for the role anymore. Maybe you should find another job. But if you thrive on challenge, um, for me personally, I'd say, you know, the challenge was there, but it wasn't one of my big motivators. I did, I did enjoy challenge, um, but I think some of the other motivators meant a lot to me. Um, but we had a lot of people who were just um, the guys who just couldn't sit still. Um, they were like, you know, give me more to do. Give me, you know, um, I've got this customer that I want. Okay, great. That sounds like a, a great challenge for me. I want to take it on. Um, so motivation um, around challenge was a big one as well. This one, this next one, recognition. This is huge. Having others know achievements motivates and creates future actions. There are a lot of people that I've worked with in the past who if you don't recognize the fact that they just won this massive deal or that they just um, you know sold their 10th Kentucky tour for the month or that they've sold insurance and they've hit their targets if you don't recognize that now that that could be recognition in the fact of just going up to them and saying hey you've done a great job or it could be that at the end of the month team meeting you hand out an award or that head office um, provides them with an award and they get a call from the general manager to say hey job well done a lot of people absolutely thrive on that recognition. And I think a lot of us do. Like if you do a good job, whether that's at home, whether you've done some gardening or you've washed the dishes, you want to get recognized for the fact that you did that. Um, a lot of people don't have it. They don't. They honestly don't care if you, they don't get that award 
they know in their heart of hearts that they won that uh, or that they made it to the top. That's fine. They don't need the recognition. But in, in their world of sales, I would say a lot of people's personalities are geared towards that recognition. Come on, give me some recognition for that. Um, because it, it just, it, 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 it's something that we thrive on and it helps you with the next sale and the next sale and the next sale. So getting that recognition is a huge motivator for a lot of people. The last one is excellence. Doing an excellent job is a reward in itself. So knowing that whatever job you're in, whatever sales role you're in, that you are doing it to the best of your ability, that you are an expert, that you are absolutely providing excellence on every level. Uh, for me, that this can be a little bit like um, you're a perfectionist or that you, you, know, you do all your paperwork right or you fill out all the um, work in your CRM correctly or that you have given your customer the best level of customer service you've given you, you're super proud in yourself. So for a lot of people, this, this excellence, like being, I guess, the best at what they do, but doing it right and not cutting corners and not being sloppy, but being absolutely excellent at what they do. Um, was a huge motivator. So what are your motivators? Thinking about these, so we've got belonging, achievement, advancement, power, responsibility, challenge, recognition, and excellence. Pick two or three. Think about which ones motivate you. If you're a sales trainer or you're a sales leader or you're a manager and you've got a team, do an exercise with your team. Tell them what the eight personal needs that motivate are and ask them to pick out which ones resonate with them most there could be two or three usually we go with two or three and now that you know what their two or three is you as a sales manager can motivate them in a way that matches those needs so if one of their um, needs is recognition then you better make sure that you recognize them every time that they they do something well or set a goal for them if they hit that goal Make sure that they get some sort of recognition. Do a shout out to the whole company. Give them some sort of certificate. Um, so know what those motivators are and then work on them with your staff. That's, that's the key. But think about what your motivators are. What, what motivates you? Are they going to change over time? Is there one there that you feel like, you know what, I, oh, I, I wish challenge was a motivator for me. Maybe I should work on that. Maybe that's something that I should work on. So, so think about that. So those eight basic personal needs that motivate. For me, when I was a sales trainer and a sales leader, I really loved these sessions and it got people thinking because one of the things you ask people, and this happens a lot in job interviews, it's like, hey, tell me what motivates you or what gets you out of bed in the morning. Um, ever since I did this training, uh, if I ever had any other job interviews and I got asked that question, so tell me what motivates you, I would pick out the three like power or responsibility or challenge or belonging or advancement, something like that, I would talk about three. I wouldn't tell them what the eight basic personal needs are motivated. I would just pick three and say, you know, a sense of belonging to a company, knowing that they've got a great mission statement and great values, that for me is a huge motivator. You know, um, So for me, this was huge. Um, I really hope that this has helped. If you, if you have any other um, motivators, I'd love to hear about them. So um, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Um, connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments on this. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.